My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Papa Wembabe. Yo lele. Ay! It's up as four. It's uh, <laughs> it's cheat Wednesday, yeah. Um, as they say in Africa, it's a clean of Time to welcome Mubabu to Magote. Bob Slang, well, good morning this morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning to your listeners as well. Ninja and Gosef. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Hey, okay, man. We are well, thanks. Thank you for waking up so early. <laughs> to oh, check. no, it's normal time. Um, normal programming is resumed after elections. Yes. <laughs> well, what time do you, do, you, do you get out of bed? I get out of bed about quarter past five, um, so um, I'm usually up at about this time, and then I read um, well, morning devotions and so on, and then quarter past five, half past five, I'm out of bed. Wow. Um, did you read anything this morning, devotion-wise? Um, I haven't yet. I'm all waiting for the interview, and then afterwards I will um, have my special of daily reading. Yeah, yeah. Have you decided on what you're reading this morning? Well, this may sound very really weird, but I just always just randomly open the Bible and it, wherever it lands, I, I I read. I don't have anything set or specific. I don't follow a particular reading pattern. Yeah, yeah. I'm of it, yeah. So you you come across as somebody who is open to what the world will give you and you give you will give just as much to the world, as it were. It helps. Sometimes rigidity doesn't help. You just need to go with the flow, and um, that that enables you to find uh, new um, perspectives. Yeah. Um, and so on. Mm. And the element of surprise, of course, is always one which adds to the thrill. Ah. And after devotions, what happens? Well, then I get ready for whatever day is ahead. Usually, um, because one is in between cities, particularly Joburg. Cape Town and Durban. Yeah. Um, if it's Parliament or deployment in Johannesburg, of course, at home, then it depends um, what what the day has in store. But generally, every Monday is NEC day, um, so the FPNC meets every Monday. Um, so I usually have to be in the office at about um, half past seven, eight in preparation for the start at ten. Yeah. Um, and if one's in Cape Town, of course, for parliamentary sittings, it means Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, um, one is in Cape Town. Um, and of course, I try and be at uh, Parliament by half past eight, um, so that by the time committees start, I'm already I'm in motion. So it depends really um, on what um, is ahead. Um, at times, because um, Mondays may run over time and I'm unable to get that last slide to Cape Town. So it means being a rural boy and coming from the south coast of KwaZulu-Natal, I have to take the first light out on Tuesdays. And that means I have to be up at 3 um, so that I can be at the airport on time because I live quite far from the airport. So 
Yeah, it's a, it's a delicate balancing act of where you are. And also keep the energy that uh, we always see when uh, you and your colleagues debate issues. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. Um, you have to really, whatever whatever life throws at you, whatever, um, you know, you have to confront, then you just, you need to just get with it. Um, there's no, there's really no time or space to complain or, or you know, because when you arrive back at the end of each day, um, you're probably finishing parliament at eight or you're finishing deployment at ten. You usually come back home very late and then you have to prepare for the next day, read yeah. up, prep before you go to bed. So I don't usually go to bed any time before 11 um, on average. So I, yeah, so I, I generally don't sleep. Um, and my elder brother always complains about it, in fact, that I don't sleep. And I said, ah, I'll get enough rest in my grave whenever that will be. Uh, but it uh, sounds like you're trying to get there sooner, Baba Sengwa. No, 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 I'm in no particular rush, actually. I think I've got another good um, 50 years on my clock. Yeah, that's, um, a, so. that's a positive way of looking at it. <laughs> I say, I say. <laughs> Obviously, in 2012, you made history because you were uh, the youngest uh, MP to be sworn in. And everybody looked up and said, um, the future of the youth is now in good hands because obviously you are passionate about uh, youth development. Uh, well, the pressure that came with that announcement um, that the party was deploying me to Parliament um, is still very much alive today because I realized that if I stuffed up, um, for lack of a better word, I would have closed the door for other young people. So I mean, going there 24 was um, serious pressure. But I want to tell an anecdote, actually, about uh, my first week in Parliament. Please. So, uh, one colleague of mine then... Um, at the time, Mr. Mwango, who's now the mayor of Nongo, yes. um, is giving orientation and he takes me to his portfolio committee and it was defense, just to get a feel of what's going on. And then he introduces me and one member, uh, well, the member at the time, burst out and he says, what is this? Um, this is the reason why we need national youth service in this country. You can't bring kids to parliament. <laughs> uh, like, dude, you need to tone it down, man. <laughs> Um, it, but, you know, the irony is that he is no longer remember that particular um, gentleman who made that remark. But I must say I am increasingly um, satisfied and happy that youth representation in Parliament is growing. I mean, so if you look at the last Parliament, the fifth Parliament, there was an increased number of young MPs and the fact um, that next week when um, Parliament resumes with us swearing in, there will be an even bigger number. And it's important that we actually create these spaces for young people so that they can be part and parcel of the decision-making process of this country and to create a functional generational mix to share experiences. And it's one of the reasons why I'm reigniting the call I've made before and have interacted with previous presiding officers of parliament that we establish a multi-party youth caucus which will rise above the divides of politics and actually have young people elected to parliament I'm working together outside the realm of politics just to um, better articulate, better understand, and to better champion the collective youth interest. I think all of us must be concerned about the increasing number of unemployed young South Africans particularly, um, and the other social ills and the other issues confronting young people from data, um, fees must fall, and so on. And that platform of parliament needs to be 
um, one which is responsive to the daily lived realities of our people as opposed to it being a platform of theoretical articulation of issues. Let's drill down to the daily realities. So I'm really hoping that um, political parties will see the need um, of this multi-party youth caucus so that um, we can inspire confidence in young people that their issues are firmly being um, championed at the holiest of holies of this country, which is parliament. Obviously, when you graduated at WITS, uh, the School of uh, Governance and Leadership, you were talking a lot more about uh, having started and uh, needing to do your master's and your PhD and all of that. How, how, how are we doing on that score? Do we have the time? Um, I must really admit that I have certainly not um, given it the due attention that it needs. One was really bogged down over the past um, year and a half or so. Mm. Um, as you are aware, that there have been numerous of internal challenges in so far as branches were concerned, even at bogus branches, and were preparing for elections. Um, and so I just took a decision that it would not be in the collective interest of um, both to shortchange the other. So I've set myself down a mini sabbatical for the remainder of this year and then full swing next year into my studies. Um, so I really, um, not, not a proud admission, I think, um, you know, but on the other hand, I had to be realistic to myself, but um, I think that um, next year, um, full swing back into, because I really believe that education is an integral part of the development of this country and we need to generate new knowledge um, and so on, new research innovation and the black intelligentsia just to um, counter really um, a narrative which uh, may not be um, the best outlook of how we see and do things um, as black people, you know, and so on. So I really am going to, and I'm encouraging rather other young South Africans to be keenly focused on education. Let's venture into this journey of education for liberation together. Yes, nothing beats school, eh? No, for sure, for yeah, sure. Um, it, that that takes you the whole nine yards, and it's something that anybody can never take away from you. That's uh, in particular, because politics is so fluid. Yes. Um, in today, gone tomorrow, new deployments, and so on. So you need to really anchor yourselves into the assets of education, and that just means a new, a new focus um, on all of us to um, program ourselves towards it and to um, ensure that we arm ourselves for the future with things that really nobody can ever take away from me. We're talking to the who is the IFP national spokesperson. Uh, the name Unjanma Unje, is that the nickname or is it the, your, your real name? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it was the heat of the moment. Um, and I, 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 mean, I just think I reached a particular point um, of irritation really with a particular minister, and so far as the house howling that happens in Parliament is concerned. Um, and I just thought that the issue that we were discussing at the time was so serious that it needed all of us to take it with the seriousness really it deserved. And the utterances which were being made at the time certainly didn't all go well with me. Um, Fizna's fall was a very important issue. It remained as such, and the police brutality that was meted out to students and so on um, was just um, once something which really concerned me. And so I was really annoyed at the kind of howling that took place because it was insistent and like a running commentary. But having said that, um, I want to do say that ministers and I get along very well, actually, um, outside 
about different political persuasions and I am quite thankful of the very healthy working relationship we have and the motherly um, encouragement which um, she gives or throws my way um, whenever we meet and so I don't want to separate the politics of the house, the heated moments of love from the very real people to people soft relations that we have as colleagues and I think it's a testament to our democratic maturity as well as South Africa. You know, seeing you in action or ascending to the podium, you know, I, I couldn't just help imagining uh, some of your parliamentary colleagues going, Nangok, Nangok, there he comes, there he comes. What do we do now? <laughs> That's it. Uh, look, I, 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 I really think uh, Parliament is a festival of ideas and we need to bring it to life. Um, and so it, it's, I, I take the time to listen as well to what other colleagues um, have to say and learn from them. But at the same time, I think it would be really, really boring if you sat there for a good four or five hours um, and did not take a jab every now and again just to shock everybody into life and just remind ourselves um, that, hey, look, this is life. We've got to live um, and so on. So I... I, I try and have a fair balance of fun at the same time, a fair balance of the very necessary seriousness to be applied to the very serious issues before us. You have been at this since your pre-teens at around age 10, and uh, you are uh, going towards your mid-30s and you still have this energy. Goodness gracious me, how long is it going to go for? Because, I mean, you, it, it's tough in there. No, it is. Um, it's very, very tough. But at the same time, I, I I think that for so long as the energy is there and for so long as the passion is there, um, one must avail themselves to the national service. I think this is a, 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 a duty and a responsibility which rests on all of us. But at the same time, Mandela, I do want to um, add that wherever we are, whenever um, we are, we find ourselves as South Africans and young South Africans in particular, we are duty bound to make a difference. Um, and so, whether you are a teacher in the classroom and nurse in that hospital or a frontline service staff, um, all of us together, we are part and parcel of a full circle of South Africa's hopes, dreams, and aspirations. And we need to do right and do good wherever we are deployed. Um, because if we sort of lag behind in our duties, we're then taking South Africa backwards. So I'd really encourage young South Africans in particular and South Africans in general for us to always uphold that patriotic duty of being in service to our people. I can certainly say that in a personal side, I don't think I'm going to be in politics forever. I would want to explore new ventures and new avenues. But at the current juncture, I'm honored and by the privilege to serve my country, and I'm grateful to the IFP for creating that platform for me to be able to, um, in my own way, in own little way, uh, make a contribution. I can only hope that it's meaningful and that it will make a difference um, in the long run, in the short term, in the lives of South Africans. And I want, I mean, I want to pay a particular tribute to Prince Mavostuptelius, who has been really a mentor um, and has given guidance and has been a voice of reason and has never shied away from calling a spade a spade. When I stray, he's been very, you know, keenly focused on pulling me back into line. And I appreciate the very healthy working relationship that we have. Uh, speaking of uh, looking at other ventures, would that be in the news medium? 
I really, really don't know. But the one thing which I had growing up was um, a, a, a passion to be a teacher. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm the youngest of five, and my two elder siblings were teachers. And I just really enjoyed seeing them in action. I really wanted to be a teacher. So I'm probably going to academia and research, and that's why I'm really, you know, next year saying um, boots on the ground in so far as my studies are concerned, so that I can pursue that particular career. But, I mean, I would not um, um, shy away from a media uh, platform. I mean, I was on one of the TV platforms, one of the 24-hour news yes. channels last and, year, where and, they uh, hosted anchoring. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed anchoring. It was it was quite fun. So I mean, I don't know. Like I said, the element of life surprise is also something I I, um, I I allow space for in my life. Well, I mean, young, dynamic, forceful. You give as good as you get, and uh, you don't back down. And of course, you've got such responsibilities. I mean, you are the youth brigade chairperson, and of course, uh, a member of parliament who travels quite a bit, who's got uh, books on the one side to do. Do you ever get time to play? No, I do. I, I really, I've, I've got a very healthy set of friends, um, and we, we take the time um, as friends to just chill. Um, and to do things outside our norm. But of course, my greatest really passion for downtime is to spend time with my son. Um, he's seven now, um, and he's my best friend. Um, and I really enjoy the very fun conversations, the fun things that we do, and the, you know, the crazy stuff that we do. But I think, I mean, just two weeks ago, he was in grade one, and two weeks ago, he was selected for the grade one Maths Olympiad for August. So every time I get now in between all the craziness, is going to be focused on getting him ready for that Mets Olympiad. So that's going to be a lot of fun, and he's really, really looking forward to it. Um, I recognize also the challenge which comes with the political space that we tend to become absent parents because we are so forever so busy. And and I really want to make sure that I do not change him from... Um, the presence of his dad and I think that I also need to grow up alongside him so uh, I mean and I think one of the tragedies of course is in the midst of all the business we will lose some of the very fine moments of the upbringing of our children and so I and I I don't want to relegate that responsibility to someone else so I'm trying to find um, that particular balance but I really think he's doing well, and I'm really hopeful that the set of uh, uh, parental support that he has um, will set him in good stead. Here, here, here to all the fathers. Here, 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 here. Uh, now, leadership to you, what does it mean? I know as a politician, it's very easy to describe, but probably there is a particular way you look at leadership. I look at it as, 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 as being a servant, really. Um, in particular in the space that you are, but of course to also provide a vision and a direction in terms of where you want things to go. And that means inspiring the team that you work with and the people that you work with and treating everybody with respect um, because I really believe that no leader can be successful if they go into roughshod or be condescending towards the people that they work with. You're only as good as your support structure and the team around you. But ultimately, we are servants of the people 
in the political space. Um, and it, I always say that um, the people are our bosses. And it's very, very important for us to remember that. I mean, in the IFP, they will tell you that if there's one thing I don't like is rallies. Um, because I just feel like we are sitting on one end and the people are sitting on the other end. But take me on the door-to-door campaign trail. Take me to the walkabout. Take me to the face-to-face meets and greets where I can have the very raw and real discussions and talks with South Africans. Then you'll find me far more energized in that space because I think if we are to provide South African solutions to South African problems, we need to give South Africans the space to articulate um, one, the problem, so that you can understand it better, but at the same time, to give guidance in terms of the solutions which are required to our very real challenges. So for me, it's always trying to put yourself in the shoes of those that you serve so that you can be able to better champion their collective interests and sustainable livelihoods. Your mantra, MP, what is your mantra? God is good. Um, I was I was raised by a woman of faith. My mother was a really, really great woman. And despite all the odds and challenges, she never lost sight of the bigger picture of things. And I, we always marveled at how she did things. And I'm really, really proud of her. And um, it's, to an extent, um, I'm saddened that time she's not around. She's been gone for um, 12 years. Um, but I carry her in my heart every day, and um, she inspires me on the daily. And of course, I, I, I give credit to my dad, um, who, who passed on 14 years ago. He was a really great man, and I think he did the best that he could as a dad. Um, and I, 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 so I'm proud of my parents. I really, and so they are mantra in faith um, is what carries me every day. I certainly do not believe I live in isolation. Mm. Um, and that there is, a, there is a, whatever faith you are, and whatever your belief in religious structure is, there is a God, there is a being that out there. And the one which you identify with um, should carry you um, on the daily and you should lean towards it on the daily. And so that's why for me, whatever the circumstances, God is good. I have a, um, a question here from, on Twitter from Andres Mosseri. says, good morning. Please ask uh, Obaba Ulsengwa if whether the views of young people are taken seriously in Parliament and if not, what young people can do to be effective in their communities without using violence? <clears throat> well, I think we, our democracy is a work in progress and it's one that is adjusting to the very um, youthfulness of our country. I think for a long time, um, there was a tendency to um, leave youth behind, and we need to break that glass ceiling. Um, having said that, though, I, I, I always want to caution um, that youth development and youth interests are not in a vacuum or in isolation to the broader South African problems and challenges. And so those are the things we need to deal with first so that we can create a conducive and enabling environment for young people to progress. I'm in this country. So whether it's talking about healthcare, the economy, jobs, education, when we get that right, we get it right for South Africa generally, but young people specifically. When we're speaking about um, corruption, we're speaking about crime and so on, you look at the fact that at the very heart of those challenges, that if we don't get those right, we are compromising also the collective future of young South Africans. So we need to weed it out. So 
whatever problems that we face in South Africa are, of course, South African problems generally. But young people, I've got a greater interest because of the, just the futuristic longevity that um, is bestowed on us that we'll be here much longer. So um, Parliament, therefore, needs to be very futuristic in its, um, in its, in its engagements and in its realities so that young people can be catered for. But also, I mean, like I was saying earlier on about the multi-party youth caucus, is that in that generalization, we need to cover very specific niche um, for the articulation of youth issues so that they can be um, better debated, iron them out, thresh them out, and try and find a common ground. I don't think any of us in the political parties would be adverse to a functional economy accessibility to education and so on, because those are fundamentally the things which um, are of common interest to young South Africans. And I'm encouraging young people to play an active role um, wherever they are, not to confine themselves only to elections every five years. Yeah, um, for yeah. our democracy to come alive, we, we need to be um, daily activists um, and an active citizenry um, wherever we are. So this is not just about elections. This democracy um, is far more than that. We need immediate, we need media platforms that are functional, social media um, interactions on the daily, and so on. Mabusengwe, um, your team played well over the weekend, scoring three amazing goals. They could have scored four, but it wasn't enough. Have you recovered? No, I I have. I'm disappointed we didn't win the league, I, but I remain proudly Orlando Pirates. Um, and we arrived on Monday in the NEC, and of course, because there's some crazy Chiefs fans there, and I certainly don't know how they are celebrating um, at position nine. But, you know, then they're laughing around the Pirates, and my response was, <clears throat> um, for this season, Orlando Pirates is the official opposition. <laughs> I'm still asking. Ninja Manji. <laughs> because it's it's a valid question. I mean, I remember when you were referring to your five-year-old in terms of uh, the, the 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 noise that was in Parliament. You said Ninja Manji. I said Tata. That, that's your signature tune. Obviously, um, entertaining the idea of uh, a different career route as you grow. Maybe as a poet, you could have a poem that says Ninja Manji. I will leave that to the very creative arts of South Africa, and I think that is something we really need to celebrate um, as a country, but also something which um, we must now take with the necessary seriousness that it deserves. I think to an extent our artists um, in general have really been shortchanged um, in terms of a sustainable um, plan um, for their careers. And I think we really need certain major reforms in the arts. But I, I, I really would want to pay tribute to South African artists um, in all the fields that um, they find themselves in for a really good job. I think um, that unity and diversity, which we so speak about, is very much real and alive mm. um, in the art um, spectrum of South Africa. Um, and I certainly don't think that I, I, I'm one of those. I mean, I, I can't think to save my life, um, you know, but uh, nonetheless, I, I really think we, we've, we, we should be really proud um, of South African artists, musicians, and so on. I really think they're doing a great job, but um, I mean, so things like um, pirate, piracy and so on, you know, these, those are things we must weed out. Those are things we must fight against because 
we should change the tal- the talent and what's this kind. I mean, I mean, just also saying that the sports sporting in this country um, needs the. Uh, more development, and I just want to reiterate that we are Casta Semenya, we are behind uh, um, particularly during this really trying time, because um, if we let this part, if we let this uh, tragedy of and injustice coming away become a permanent feature, then we are certainly setting up future generations for failure, so um, I just must rally behind her um, and rally behind all South African sportsmen and women and our artists, and thank them for the good job that they are doing. Let me thank you ever so much for the energy, the passion, and the love for your country. Keep on keeping on. Influence as many people as as possible. And uh, we will watch the space, and uh, every time you change direction, we'll be there and say, Unje maunje. <laughs> no, Mano, thank you very much. Thanks to you as well. And it's been an absolute pleasure being on this platform this morning and um, to all the SAFM listeners. I do want to pay a final tribute to South African media practitioners who I think have carried the South African election with the highest level of professionalism and diligence. Um, whilst um, we all uh, may speak to shortcomings and there are challenges here and there, but I am certainly convinced that we have got men and women in the media space that we as a country can be proud of and they form an integral part of the South African democratic project. So it's a big tribute to you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous day and uh, we'll see you in Pali. Have a good one. That's Kuleko Shengwa. Ninjan Marinje, thanks to the team. Most of all, thanks to you on SAFM. My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields.